I guess too. I can't do it. I I know you're getting all the notes wrong, but I understand <laughs> so, the. So good. I know Such the thing because I I remember that it was some sort of classical piece, and it was Prokofiev. Used, it's a, a ballet. Um, I I don't remember. It's called so the there, Dance there was a, of the Nights. There was a piece of software from the the from company his Maxis. Game ballet Romeo and Juliet. Oh, I'm right. sorry. Were you talking? Well, that that makes sense. Yeah, there was a so there was it was from Romeo and Juliet. Is that what it was from? Yes, the ballet Romeo and Juliet. Well, that makes sense because I remember that it was um, there was a soft piece of software in the mid '90s called uh, called um, Click and Play. Click and uh, play f- from the Maxis Corporation company or whatever. They, and they it was a thing where you could make your own games. Um, which there have been other things like that uh, in subsequent years, but this one was, you know, and it was just you could program them, and you you just it came with its own like graphics and things that you could use, and it came with like stock music, and then it came with pre-made games, and one of them was this Romeo and Juliet game, which was basically just a copy of the um, uh, the old Popeye game, which was also itself a copy of another classic game. I forget what that is. It's like Donkey Kong, basically. Space Invaders. Oh, no, Donkey it's like Kong. Donkey yeah, Kong, sure, sure, where sure. you go uh, up. Um, I think, uh, yeah, because I think Donkey Kong was originally intended to be a Popeye game, but he couldn't get the rights or something, and so they made Donkey Kong. And I guess somebody later must have just repurposed it for Popeye. But um, mm. yeah, so there was the Romeo and Juliet game where you're Romeo and you have to like save Juliet from from the devil. Um, and they and the, the game, the game, <laughs> right? I think like, that that I, I remember guess. that part. That was Act Two. Was that Act? And then, that was Act Three. Yeah, no. And then <laughs> and then there was the the game came with uh, the that piece of music, but it was in MIDI uh, format, and so you dream, had to like you just heard dream, it through your, on your computer dream, through general MIDI. Dream, um, so that's that's what that reminds me of. And that's my story. Uh, it's because it literally is it. Um, I just looked it up on the Reddits, and it's there's a thread. Does anyone remember Click and Play from nine years ago? And someone and and this loving, already glowing, already nine years ago. Yeah, I know this glowing review about it, and and this person says, "I used to love it. Click and Play became Click and Create, which was then turned into the Games Factory, which eventually evolved into Multimedia Fusion. They're still developing them. If you're interested." Oh, I didn't know about any of this other stuff. I just knew about click and play. And I'm very, I was very sad because I created a few things in there. And then at one point I tried to install it on like a later system. And I think I could install the software, but not, but my old files creations were like not, I couldn't access them. It said they were corrupted or something. Yeah. And so probably true. They probably were. I, I, uh, I, uh, anyway, you can, you can buy uh, uh, the new version, the the fusion thing, and 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 play it now, actually, and and make your own games. Um, yeah, there's other ways to make games. I'm in a great mood anyway. today. I'm yeah. in a great mood because we're doing a podcast, and because our I'm just still on. Well, it was it was just it's been a really kind of a roller coaster week, so I'm kind of up today. My weekend was was I will tell you about it a little bit. It was complicated. There was a thing that happened that was the most ridiculous thing, and. Uh, <laughs> and, well, but, and, and, but, and then the week before that, of course, we had our amazing episode. We had that incredible podcast episode. <laughs> uh, that was I can't just, believe we got Bill Gates on the show. I know, I know. Bill Gates was on the show, uh, and we 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 named our winner of our million dollar giveaway. Oh, um, that was so and, satisfying. Yeah, they still haven't contacted us to claim the prize, but you know, hopefully you know who you are. Um, yeah. But uh, so you better hurry because it's going to expire. You know. So. Um, uh, but yeah, we named the the the, and then we and we came up uh, with a with a working solution to the Israeli Palestinian conflict. I remember it was it was a, really, actually a real yeah. I thought it was interesting to have that panel uh, discussion in the middle of our. Um, uh, like as part of that, I was really glad you were able to get that together on such short notice after we pulled, you know, how you pulled that topic out of the mad hat. 
Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was probably the greatest podcasting episode that that like that's that one's gonna go down in the history books. Yeah, and, I think so. Yeah, I'm just I'm so anyway. We, I'm we're gonna great. include a link because I, I think I feel like some of our listeners might have missed that episode. Um, yeah, the one that was scheduled for last week. Right. Um. The so we'll we'll include a link here in the show notes to it in case you you didn't get a chance to see it. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so so you were in a good mood from that. I was. I mean, just the best mood, right? And then, and then, riding on my high, uh, it was the you know just a short time later. It was the weekend, and yeah. um, last weekend, and and uh, which is great. And I did like nothing on. Uh, well, let me back up a little bit. On on after we recorded that amazing podcast, and I was feeling great. I went. I went. You know, went up to my bedroom, and my wife said. Oh well, tomorrow I feel like we should do something fun with the kids because yeah. school is going to start soon, and I want to do something fun with them because it's like their last hurrah before school. And I was like, "That's awesome!" So she looked it up and she said, "What about tubing on a river?" And I was like, "You mean when you're when you have you get in a tube and you're pulled behind a speedboat, and that's that's really fun because you go really fast." And she said, "No, no, the other kind where you sit in a tube." And you go down a river and it pulls you down the tube. And I said, oh, that could be fun. Just the river, because the current. The river, the current. And you, and you, you, you get a tube for your cooler and you put a, bring a cooler and you fill it with your favorite beverages so and the, your favorite snacks. And there's you a eat. special, tu- there's a tube cooler that, that rides alongside you? Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and my wife is like, let's, what if, why we did this? And I said, that's okay, but I have to work tomorrow. And she said, well, let's do it on the weekend. I'm assuming and, this isn't like whitewater. I mean, this is no, know. no, no. It's okay. it's a lazy river. It's like imagine you go to you may go to water park oh, okay. and they have that lazy river ride, except it's a natural river. It's a real river, and it's and it's typically longer. You know, the the lazy river you get around in like ten minutes. This thing is supposed to last four hours. Yeah. And so anyway, my wife found this place, and she's and she's like, this place is great, but it's got a ridiculous name. It's called Rip the Nip. And right. I said, I said, you're you're. I, you must be joking now. <laughs> and she said, no, no, no. It's, uh, it's, a, it's on the Nippersink River, which is a river near me. And you can, you can rip it, which I guess means lazily flow down it on a tube. <laughs> <laughs> that is the slang term for lazily flow down a river. And so, see, I, I, so, I, now I'm disappointed because I thought maybe this meant that, that the, the, the tubes that you're on are are yeah. attached by a chain to nipple piercings on your body, <laughs> so that it gives you extra incentive to not wipe out. You know. That's right. Exactly. No. No. Yeah. No. Don't. Oh gosh. No. Uh, so we. So I said, "This is this is going to be great. This is going to be fun." And and it was like, "Why don't we invite some friends?" And and. Yeah. <laughs> and Helen was like, that's a great idea. Let's get our friends. So we got two other families and all of their children. There are 14 of us, three coolers. And we, so 17 of us hopped into a bus on, uh, and they drove us from our car to where they're going to drop us off at the, at the, you know, at the place you're going to drop us off. And they're like, and the guy who was driving us, you know, driving us off there, he was, he was fine. He's like, you know, doing his thing. And he's like, all right, you got all the tubes and everything you need. Here's some ropes so you can like lash your tubes together if you want to do that sort of thing. You know, just, you know, we'll see you in a bit. And we're yeah. like, awesome. So we like got into the water and the water is like refreshing because it was super hot that day. And it was like, and we, we put our coolers on it and got everything all set and got the kids and thing. And then we started floating down the river and it was like initially for the first, I would say five minutes, it was just perfect. <laughs> and 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 we're moving pretty slow in the river. This Nippersink River is not a large river. It's a it's more of a canal, and uh, okay. and we're and I noticed that the water level is a little low. You know, like <laughs> just looking at the side, it's like maybe two feet down where it normally is. Yeah, I'm like, well, that's no big deal. But then as we're going along, we noticed that there are these like branches, these trees that have fallen across the canal, fallen across the river. Oh, and uh, when that happens. No big yeah. deal, but there's ways to get around it. So they gave each of us, along with our our, our tube, they gave us a paddle, you know, like a paddle That's that you good might to have, yeah, right, like, but not a, like a canoe paddle made of wood, and mm. not like even like a kayak paddle, which is long. This thing is like maybe they gave three you a feet foam long. Noodle. 
It's like <laughs> it's like maybe three feet long and it's got this tiny little blade. So it's 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 about as effective as moving a stick through the water. You might as well uh, just use your hand, yeah. You might as well use your hand. But anyway, but here I am with the paddle. So we like paddle around the the little branch, and it was exciting, you know. And it's very exciting because like, oh, it's a branch in the way, and got like, and maybe you know we get stuck against it or something. So we go around it. It's like, oh, it's great. And then it's like back to like super cool thing. And then the water gets a little shallow. It gets a little more, you know, rapids like because the water moves fast. But we like, and some of us get stuck. But we stand up and we walk along a little bit farther because the water was so low. Put our tubes down, no big deal. Everyone's in good spirits. And as we're going down the river, it's a hot day. We start opening our beverages. We're enjoying our beverages. We're enjoying our our snacks. It's a wonderful day. And and uh, and after about two hours, the we noticed that the river is really starting to get a lot of stuff in the way. Like there wasn't just this one thing in the beginning, but there's just been a bunch of things on the way on the river that just had fallen down. Mm. And we're navigating around, no big deal. And then there's this one spot where there's like a series of trees and they have there's like a little canal between them and it's like really hard and everyone's got to go single file in their tubes mm-hmm. and it becomes this complicated thing. And uh, and at this point, everyone's trying to get a little bit in, a little bit annoyed. Like just mm. like, oh, well, it's a little bit, you know, not as lazy yeah, river as we'd wanted, right? We'd hope we just right. sit there. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but it says all this junk there. It's like, oh, okay. Anyway, so we're getting down the so we're getting down the river, uh, and uh, and our my uh, one of these uh, adults who are with us uh, uh, climbs out of his tube in order to because um, he was getting stuck against mm-hmm. the ground. He's getting you know beached against the ground and starts walking it, and then trips and falls on the ground and loses his glasses. <laughs> instantly in the dark water my glasses and, and that's exactly what he said and then he said they repeated it like my glasses my glasses and uh and he's oh, blind no. without glasses and oh. we were like okay like this is you know that happens and but yeah, it's just, yeah. so, we, so we stop for a second some people float along and the rest of us stop and try to find but there's nothing can't find anything the water is just totally opaque and uh as 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 rivers sometimes are and uh, anyway, so he's like, so that's a little bit of a bummer, but he hops back in the thing. We're, we're going along. This was a warning. This was a, a <laughs> warning to future us that something wasn't right with this trip. And it's the anyway, so we're, yeah, yeah, foreshadowing. So we <clears> go <throat> along, that, and it they, requires its um, its own music cue there. Yeah. So we started at like one o'clock, and so now it's about five o'clock. We run there for about four hours, and but we none well, of us three have hours. our. No, that's four hours. Oh man, none of us. Yeah, none of us have like our our our. It's COVID brain right there. None of us have have our our cell phones with us because they would get wet. So we're just so well, you, you got to put one, it in a little Ziploc baggie and put it in your cargo. Well, so we have and... we have a wet bag, which which has all of our important things in it. Okay, and it is it is sealed, but it's not transparent, so you can't see it. So, but it's we're like you know we're just phoning along. It's so like what's the big yeah, deal, right. right? It's just <clears> supposed to be a chill day. We don't need our phones. We don't mm. want people to call us. So right. anyway, we're we're floating on the thing, and um, and we're like, we better stop for some dinner, which we brought. So it's like, okay, everyone's getting a little cranky, no problem. So we stop the stop the stop the wagon. Everybody's off. So and this then, guy uh, find the glasses? No, His, he never They're found the glasses. They're deleted. Oh, they were deleted okay. from the universe as soon as they hit the water. <laughs> and and uh, which is fine, which is fine, but he just means he can't see anything ever. Uh, again. again, and so yeah. uh, so we anyway, so we stopped for dinner. We handed out the dinner. Everyone was fine. We handed out some desserts. It was great. Everyone's feeling good again. Everyone's got some more energy, some more sugar. And we started flying down the river, and there's still just more of these sticks. Like if every like minute, we're just like we're having to move around these huge trees, and it's just like super frustrating. But finally, <clears> another <throat> hour after that, there's this guy who's in a, who's in a, who's who's in a a uh, like a jet ski. Yeah, and he like comes up and he's like, "Hi, I'm Captain Ron." I don't remember his name. <laughs> he's like, "Hi, I'm Captain Ron." He's like, "Are you the so and so people going floating down the river?" And I was like, "Um, no." And he's like, "Oh, I think it's you. You got 14 people and three tubes." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, I guess that's us." And he's like, "Awesome. So, oh. how's it going?" Do you, do you, it's like, "Do you have a flat tube?" And I was like, "Nope." And he said, uh, "Well, do you need a?" Uh, and he said, uh, well, uh, oh, I thought you guys had some kind of like flat tube or something. And so, and I was like, nope, no, we're doing fine. And he was Is like, oh, the ranger, really? The river ranger. <clears throat> and he's like, you know, he has like, he's branded. He's got the rip the nip merch all over. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which I imagine gets, imagine is very painful. Uh, anyway. Mm. And so he, uh, 
he, so he's like, oh, he's like, he's like, oh, well, if you're doing okay, okay, I thought you guys needed help or something. And I was like, no, we're, we're just cruising down the river. And he's like, oh, okay. And then he, and he, he waits there. And oh. no, he waits there and he watches us. Mm. And anyway, so we're flowing down the river and then, and, and then he continues to tail us like in like idling this boat and, and the river starts to move very, very slowly, like less than one mile an hour, less than a half a mile an hour. It starts to just, just, just sort of drizzle. Like you might be in a lake and you don't know it. And whenever time yeah. the wind blows, we move up river. And, and, uh, and that's not a good sign. And then this guy oh is maybe boy. like a hundred, maybe this guy's maybe like 300 feet behind us. And he's just sort of like sitting there in his thing. And we're like, what, what's going on? And, and so some people, the smart people, they, uh, they jump, they jump into their tube. They put their feet on the ground and they start walking and they start pulling the children we have with us along. So every adult hmm. gets like two or three kids and they start to pull and, or a cooler and they start like pulling them along because if we just wait there, we don't we don't move anywhere because the wind right. is blowing against us. <clears throat> the current is stopped for some reason. So, so, so it's shallow enough to. It's shallow enough to walk along. Yes. Right. So you're okay. <clears throat> and the bottom is covered in uh, sticks and broken glass, and I don't okay. know why that's... that is the why that's like considered a natural bottom, but but now, it is. It's or rocks. Rip, rip the nip. You know that's what that's they call right. It. So yeah. everyone is walking across and da- and slowly damaging their bodies. And okay. I'm like, I, and but the ground is also kind of muddy, and I don't, and I was like, I don't want to put my feet in that. So I was like, I'm gonna, guys, I'm gonna just row because I have my paddle. So I start to paddle like along, and after about half an hour, we still haven't reached the end, and and now we're like we're like maybe like six hours into this, and of this four hour tour. And it oh was supposed God. to be over, and we're like, "Man, what's going on?" And uh, and th- but of course, there's like a curve in the river up ahead, and we're like, "Oh, we just got to get to the curve, and no problem." And so everyone starts to like really like, you know, the 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 people who are walking, everybody, all the other smart adults are like running through the water in slow motion, pulling the kids and the and the things behind them. The kids are still having a great time, uh, and they turn the corner, and there's nothing. And at this, and there's just more river, like there's just more river, and we're like, "Huh." This is weird. And and the more we, uh, the, and then the sun, we notice the sun's like really low in the horizon. It's starting to get like lower and lower. Oh, God. And, and it's getting colder as well. Like some of the kids start to shiver, like, you know, because they're, they're, they're freezing. And, uh, uh, and the water becomes much warmer than the air. And that's, you know, that's it's yeah. like, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's cold. Anyway, but I'm like, I don't want to get my feet wet. So here I am paddling. And of course, paddling turns out with this stick, you know, with this, with this non-paddle yeah. is very inefficient. So I'm moving much slower than everyone else. So everyone else starts to pull ahead of me and I, but I'm in the back. I'm like, no, this is going to work. And so I just keep going. And every so often I look behind me and there's this guy in his, in his, his jet ski and he's just sort of like going back and forth because his jet ski at, at idling is way faster than us. So every so often he has to stop and just wait on the bank for us to get far enough ahead for him to go back in the jet ski. And I'm like, what is going on? What is he doing? Like if he came closer, I'd be like, dude, can we have a ride or something? Yeah. Uh, but I guess, but anyway, and so uh, finally... Uh, it becomes. Well, there's not much he can. He can't. <clears throat> he can't transport 14 people on the uh, on the jet ski. So, he's... but but maybe he could pull us. Maybe there are ropes. Maybe he could like just like pull us one at a time. I bet even if he were to like pull us to one person to the destination, he's not paid enough to do that. <laughs> uh, well, that's funny uh, because uh, you say that because then um, we uh, get to the or because then the sun sets. Ah. And and uh, oh and we're God. not at the end yet. And I'm not at the end yet. It's it's now seven o'clock. So we've been. So wait, no, it's now eight o'clock. So we've been on there for seven hours, and uh, and finally I ran around this, or finally I ran this like what last corner, and I'm like the river is going, and then next to the river there's this little lake, and it's just filled with algae because the water is so still, yeah. like it doesn't even register. And here I am like paddling on the thing. And there's no, I don't see anyone else in front of me. Everyone else has pulled ahead, but I've got these two kids behind me and I'm pulling them along uh, on these, on these things. And they're all being bonkers so because so they're tired. Le- so they've left you behind now. They've now left me you're... behind because <clears throat> they've been running through all the smart adults are running through the water. And here I am like paddling on this thing. And I've been paddling now for an hour and a half. Like my, everything about my arms hurts. Yeah. Cause I wasn't expecting for this to be like a workout. Oh, I was yeah, expecting yeah. it to be like I a mean, lazy I river. Imagine. I, yeah. 
I, it was sold to me as like a lazy river experience. So here I am trying to be lazy, but instead I'm, I'm actually paddling. Anyway, so finally, we see, I see in the far end, there's, these, there's this group of people who are dancing by the shore. And there's the fourth bridge that marks the end of our journey. There it is in the distance. Ah. And I, I'm like, oh, this is great. So I see them and I see it's my family. It's these other people. They're all dancing up and down for joy because we, I have finally arrived. We pull up and they're like, and they're like, oh, it's so great. We finished. That's so awesome. Blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, we take a picture. Take all our, they take all of our, the, pe the people who own the place are there. They're like, oh, say cheese, take a picture. We hop in our cars and start driving home. And I'm thinking the whole time, like something went wrong. Like I feel awful. <laughs> like I feel my arms hurt. I'm tired. This went on like way longer than we expected. What's going on? And my wife looks at me and she said, "What did you say to the guy on the on the jet ski?" And I was like, "What do you What do you mean?" And she's like, "They sent him out because we were we were late. Like when he came out, they were looking for us because they thought something had happened to us." And I said, "Oh well, he asked if we had a flat tube, and I told him no." And she said, well, they thought we had a flat too because we were taking so long. And I was like, oh, I said, she said, did, she said, when he offered to give us a ride, what did you say? And I went, what? <laughs> I went, what, what, what ride? And she said, she, he was supposed to, 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 um, to tow us back. Why didn't you agree? Because we've been running through this water. She's like, my legs hurt. Like I've been running all day, running through oh this water boy. for two hours. And I was like, uh, he never, he never said that. <laughs> Please don't be angry with me. And she's like, everyone was like, all the adults were like, there was a towing option. <laughs> you uh, spoke for everyone. <laughs> you were and. And uh, it turns out that, I, I mean, there was a, some kind of miscommunication. There was some kind of, so anyway, we finally arrived at our car at 8.30. Uh, so it took us seven and a half hours to go to the thing. And I think the reason was because the water level was low and it was moving slower than normal. And also I should have just, I should have, I tried to fly, I should have flagged the guy down in some other way. Right. I guess. But I mean. I guess. I mean, it sounded like, like like you responded in a reasonable way because at that point it wasn't like you weren't that's you right from your perspective you guys weren't in a desperate situation you were that's just right. like you're just kind of annoying and you didn't want to be a bother you're that's like no right. we're okay and then he's just standing he's just watching you the whole time after that and he's like well he's thinking to himself why did they not want the toe <laughs> Yeah, they look like, really miserable, but maybe they're just really into that sort of thing. The guy told me three hours ago they don't need help. I'm just going to assume nothing's changed. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. Wow. So, uh, we, so we, we came home, and I was thinking to myself, like, I don't ever want to talk about this with anybody. <laughs> so that's in, in some, why, it, you're, yeah, you've chosen yeah. to do it here. Yeah. In, in that way. Well, I'm just talking to you now. Because I'm a nobody. You know, I'm a nobody. Right. Exactly. Um, and, uh, and so I, anyway, and then the next day, I, like, I sent a text message to everybody, uh, who all the adults, and I was like, um, I'm so sorry. If you've, no, no. It's like, if, you, if you've heard a rumor about there being a towing option, let me assure you, it was, I, I only discovered it when we got to the car as well. <laughs> I knew nothing about the towing option before that moment. <clears throat> Everyone wow. was very gracious. They were that's, like, it's no problem, uh, of course. That, yeah, that nice sounds friends. like it, that, that's, that wasn't as fun as, as planned. Um, I mean, it could have been worse. You could have had uh, Kevin Bacon and John C. Riley. Uh, trying to kill you. Um, oh yeah, definitely. Uh, but uh, you know, <clears throat> but but it's uh, that sounds so. So everybody be warned. You know, all our listeners, this is what you're in for if you're planning on ripping the nip. Oh um, gosh. Well, that uh, I guess you know. I guess my weekend was better, even though I didn't do anything. <laughs> you know, That's I didn't. Fair. I didn't even uh, tell everybody what they heard at the beginning. As uh, oh, I forgot. I was so excited. No, it's to tell you fine. The story. It's fine. It's okay. I, we, but uh, what you heard at the beginning uh, was the movie cliches. Um, it's from the album Home from Doing Groceries, 
And that was the song, Single Brown Paper Bag with a Head of Romaine and a French Baguette Peeking Out from the Top. Um, so that's that was it. That's what you heard at the beginning. Mm. Uh, man, I... I mean that was that was a good story, but it was long, and now oh. we don't even have time to pull from the mad hat. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Uh, what you're listening to? <laughs> no, we have to. We have to do it. We oh. got to pull from the mad hat. Um, no, we don't. No, I think, we well, don't. I don't I'm know not, how we're going to top last week's Israeli-Palestinian conflict. I well, I mean, listen, I've I've got the UN on hold. Um, so in case we pull another interesting topic like that, so we'll... Didn't, we'll, I mean, we'll... I thought Henry Kissinger was dead. Like, I don't even know how you pulled that off. I just am really I, impressed. Yeah, it's, uh, I've, I've, you know, at, we've been on the, you know, we've been doing this for like, what, nine months. I mean, yeah. we've made some connections by now. That's true. Uh, anyway, um, I, before we pull from the Mad Hat, I have to, I want to tell you you had an argument mm. with me. I can't say I have to tell you. Um, right, correct. I, I'm just. I really want to tell you that this podcast was brought to you by Selinger and Sons Delivery Services. Her first steps: teaching her to ride a bike, being there on her graduation day. There are some things that can't be replaced. At Selinger and Sons, we know there's nothing you wouldn't do for your daughter. That's why we're committed to the needs of you and your loved ones with our Kidnapped Daughter Delivery Services. With Kidnapped Daughter Delivery, you can take comfort in knowing you'll finally be reunited with that beautiful little girl you've watched grow into an amazing young woman, the streaks of mascara still marking her tear-strewn face as she collapses into your arms and her voice shakes with sobs of, Oh, Daddy, thank God I was so scared they said they were going to kill me. As you watch our discreet, unmarked delivery van speed into the distance and mutter, It's all right, baby, you're safe now. You'll be able to experience for yourself why Selinger & Sons is the number one provider in America when it comes to kidnapped daughter reunion, uh, reunion coordination. At Selinger & Sons, we know how much your daughter means to you. You've made it obvious by never having forgiven yourself for screwing things up after not being able to deal with the death of her mother, causing your relationship to become strained and culminating in a heated exchange in which you said some things you immediately regretted. And although you tried upon having to hear your daughter tell you she hates you, to call, her, to call after her as she stormed out, the two of you haven't spoken in years, causing you to drink every day until one day when you accidentally shot an unarmed kid while on duty and your boss told you to take the rest of the week off. Selinger and Sons is here to help. When you go to pick up your daughter at her apartment for the dinner date you planned with her to finally heal old wounds, you'll notice the door is ajar and immediately pull your Smith & Wesson Model 29 from its holster and enter to find a ransacked residence and no sign of your daughter save for a single earring on the carpet from the pair you bought her for her birthday four years ago. Selinger & Sons works discreetly, so when your cell phone rings at the exact moment of your sickening realization, you won't even know we're behind it all. Getting started is super easy. During your initial courtesy call, our staff of trained professionals will provide you with detailed instructions on exactly what you need to do if you ever want to see your daughter again. Then, when you bring $500,000 in small unmarked bills and a black briefcase to the parking lot on Lorraine and Wilshire, just sit back and relax and leave the details to us. Other than the money, there's nothing you need to bring, so come alone and unarmed and don't try anything stupid. And our team works fast. Once you arrive at the, the exchange location, simply call us to let us know you're here with the money and to ask, where's my daughter, goddammit? And our cream-colored cargo van will emerge barreling seemingly out of nowhere and come to a screeching halt 20 feet in front of you. After our passenger seat technician verifies the contents of the briefcase, the van's side door will slide open and your bound and gagged daughter will be pushed violently out by our team of machine gun wielding masked package handlers, where she will fall to her knees as the vehicle speeds away, tires screaming. It's that easy. Selinger & Sons even provides a free over-the-phone consultation during which you can demand to hear your daughter's voice to verify that she is unharmed by asking, Maggie, are you okay? Did they hurt you, Maggie? And the best part? The kidnapping itself is 100% free of charge. So what are you waiting for? Come see why Selinger & Sons is the nation's top choice for intensely suspenseful, high-stakes circumstances which serve as a catalyst for rekindling your relationship with an estranged loved one. Selinger & Sons. Not another step or she dies. 
Warning, Selendran Sons highly recommends you heed your daughter's request when she begs, please just let it go, Daddy, I don't want to see you get hurt. After you suddenly put the pieces together that it was us all along when remembering a moment during one of our phone calls to you in which we taunted, what are you doing these days, Jack, still keeping Pico Boulevard drug-free? A reference you didn't pick up on at the time, but now remember as being the location of the drug raid you oversaw involving convicted felon Carson Selinger, prompting you to curse Selinger, that son of a bitch, I should have known he's going to pay for what he did. So there you go. Hmm. <clears throat> Do they have like a yeah. website or a phone number or something? Uh, they do have a, a website. Um, it's on something called the dark web, though. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But, uh, you know, you just definitely, you just need to take those initial steps and they will, they will come to you. Make no mistake. Let's take a hey, look at our you, mat hat here. What's that? Are you reaching into the mat hat? I was and I'm not anymore. You Well, missed- you, if you, listener, good listener, if you want to uh, get your ideas submitted to the mat hat, you need to go only to www.matthatters.com, M-A-T-T-H-E-T-T-E-R-S.com, and you too can add your ideas to the mat hat. That's right. Ooh, that's right. And the topic for today, <clears throat> oh, did I put this one in here? I thought I thought I took this one out of here because I thought it sucked. Anyway, um, the topic for today is what makes a video game good. Didn't we talk <clears throat> about that already? I mean, I, I, we've talked about video games. Ah, uh, uh, but I suppose I think that's, I, this is I think, just a loaded question about the whole thing. Um, I think I you and I disagree about this pretty significantly, actually. Really? Yes. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Uh, because because you have the intention of a three year old, right? And if the game does not keep you interested within five seconds and continues to be interesting at every five seconds thereon thereafter, you grow bored of it and put it down. Yes, yes. My my, I figure this is a game. It's supposed to be fun, and if it isn't, yes. then it's a waste of my time. I'm not exactly. I'm not getting. You know, this isn't like. Like no pain, no gain. I I have to work hard to re- <laughs> reap the benefits of my 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 career or something. No, this is right. Come on, you know I'm wasting time here. I don't want to waste wasting time. <laughs> right, exactly. I, but whereas whereas I, on the opposite perspective, think that games are 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 um, uh, like there are many many ways of having fun besides just you know paying hookers and whatever else you do during the games you play and shooting people and jumping. Right. But I mean, I don't, I don't think any of my favorite games involve paying hookers or shooting people. At least, I mean, yeah, sometimes shooting people, but not for any reason that has to do with paying hookers. Oh, okay. I'm I'm sorry. I didn't mean to mischaracterize you there. Yeah. I I think I, I, I just, so I, I've been playing, I played a lot of games in my day uh, many, many games. And I think that they're really can be really fun and interesting. Uh, even if they aren't like, even if they don't fill me with a feeling of adrenaline. So for example, I just played this game called the summer pause, uh, which is a game where you try to find cats on an Island. That's it. Yeah. There are yeah, cats. You mentioned that. And, and you have to find them. And it was, it's a game that is boring and chill and it's not exciting at all. And it's, and it was lovely because I got to play it and I got to feel chill while playing it. It was great. It induced the feeling of chill, which was exciting to me. I know that you would be bored with this game instantly. <laughs> you would pick it up and you'd play it for, you'd, you'd, you'd move around and be like, okay, I guess that's cool. And then you'd, after one level, you'd be like, well, okay. <laughs> that's yeah. that, that was, I did it. I gave it a try. It you know it's funny because I I I have like I've thought about what what I look for in video games what I like in video games but it's hard to you know I just by analyzing some of my favorite games or whatever but it's hard to do that because there's exceptions and and I no matter what I say I'm hypocritical because I'm like right. I don't like this kind of thing in video games and you're like well what about this particular game that has that's this is true of and I'm like oh yeah. So it's, you know, I, I don't know, but I, yeah, I, I tend to, uh, I, I don't like, um, RPGs that, uh, which is short for role-playing games. Right. Um, which in my opinion is kind of a misnomer because, um, I mean, isn't every video game a role-playing game? <laughs> no, no, you just, you don't like, you don't like, no, I, um, you don't care about games for their story almost ever. 
Well, I mean, uh, like you I, care about you don't care about games for the stories. You don't care about games for their characters or their right. characterization. I mean, you don't I, care about I, games. That doesn't you, mean you, I don't get excited by by what is happening. But like, right. uh, I you think, care about games because of the immersion, like the immersive experience. Yes, and and I and, like, like I like plot twists and things, but it's right. it's a very shallow kind of like, oh damn, you know, like mm-hmm. kind of plot twist. The kind of thing when you watch a movie and you go, well, this is just like a dumb action movie, and I saw that plot twist coming. But in a right. video game, I like it because I'm I'm. In, involved in it, and I'm I'm yeah, controlling yeah, yeah. it. Like it, and that's you great. can get you can get away with crappier stories in video games than you can in in a passive uh, form of entertainment. Yes, I, yeah, so I also like, think it's harder to craft more elaborate stories in video games because you have to account for the player's agency. Yeah, <clears throat> and so right. like if the player if the player doesn't if the player decides I well I don't want to hurt the bad guy I want to like negotiate with him. Or something, but your game mechanic yeah. only forces you to fight him. Then that sort of make puts this jarring, weird thing in yeah. the player's I, I mind. Like, I don't think fun? I, I want to do this. And I and I don't. It's not that I I don't like a story. I just you're right. It's like it's not relevant to me. Like if the game isn't fun in other ways, then I don't I don't care what right. the story is because I don't. Um, I don't know. And part of it maybe is like the actor in me has influenced part of that because video games notoriously have such terrible like voice acting and stuff and uh, mm-hmm. and you know and even, and and then when you when you play one of these games that has like the best top of the line graphics and they have these characters just like standing around talking and having these sort of dramatic reactions on their faces and I'm like I don't believe anything like there. It's just it's so I, it's it takes me out of it. It's hard for me to even get into just pure story. Uh, yes. I, I tend to not like cutscenes in video games where right. I'm just watching something because I'm like, this is not um, this is terrible. This is like watching a really bad like amateur movie. Uh, right, right. I, 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 when I watch, leave the when movie watched, making to the movies. You know, <clears throat> when I have, I, I was just watching a, a speed run of. A game which was lauded for its um, breadth, in particular, um, called Horizon Zero Dawn, which is a dumb name. And uh, but it's I was just I was noticing this very thing in the cutscenes where the like you, there are dialogue options when you go to talk to someone, you see like a like a you know the, a standard movie trick where it just shows one person on one side of the frame looking in the other, towards the other direction, and then the camera will cut to see the reaction of the other person's shot. You know, it'll be like a shot, reaction shot, yeah. back and forth, conversation style. Yeah. And whenever it goes to you, like the, the, the protagonist who you're playing, then you get to pick what the protagonist is going to say, and that affects how the, you know, the person you're talking to reacts. And yeah. so it gives you some agency and some choice. But, and, and, but anyway, so the, of course, because it's your choices, what happens, um, you can take as long as you want deciding what you want to do. There's no like time limit, right. and as such, during that intermediate time, the what, what you're watching on the screen, the character, your protagonist, has to do something to 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 make to like fill the space. Yeah. And what and what the character does is like, so your character will like blink, you know, to fill the space, or like yeah. shuffle around and like move or whatever. But like, but none of it looks natural. Everyone looks. It looks like it's playing the blink animation, or it's playing the you know you know like the fidgeting animation. None of it feels like 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 really normal yeah and 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 for me that doesn't bother me in the in the in the video game because these are proxies for the real game which is going on in my head mm. um but to you you're at, you analyze it as like if it were a movie especially in these moments where you don't have a lot of control over the game especially and then you're like yeah, this is terrible especially since movies Puts so, uh, video game developers put so much effort into trying their to make their games look cinematic and I feel like that's a mistake. I feel like they should not try to compete with movies as much because they're right. never going to be able to. Because even yeah. the best movie, you can tell the special effects aren't real. So, like, how is a video game, you know, whatever. But, uh, yeah, I think um, <clears throat> I, I don't like cutscenes. And so, so my favorite, probably my favorite game is Half-Life. And I, I thought one of the things that was brilliant about that game, I mean, like you said, is immersive, which I love. You know, with all the the sounds and the sort of like the 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 kind of realistic environments that make you feel like places mm-hmm. you've been to, even though it's like a totally made up place. But 
But what I love about it is they they were like, okay, this is a first person shooter. Let's go all the way with that and make it a completely first person shooter. Meaning you start the yeah. game, and you never break the character's first person perspective or your ability to control what you see. And they just trusted that you would experience the story, all the things you were supposed to see, based on how well they designed it, and. Yeah, it was like you know they would a, a chapter would pop up on screen and say next here's the next level, but you you wouldn't uh, there would be no break in your um, in what you're seeing, right? But uh, yeah, I think I think the things I value most in video games are some some version of cleverness is I think my favorite thing. Like even in action games, like I like puzzle games. Um, I like those like real some of those real time strategy games like you know a Command and Conquer or uh, Rise of Nations. I, I play I've played a lot, mm. um, and I like. Uh, but even in like action games like in platformers, my my favorite thing is like I don't even care if the story is is um, like interesting or complicated. It's just melodrama, right? You have to mm-hmm. go save the princess or save you know. Somebody and there's a villain, and you got to get to the villain and like fight these bosses along the way. And the drama of that, building towards that, is enough is enough for me. Like you, you play a level and you have to fight the big boss, and like oh my god, and yeah. that excitement is is fine. But I love just like the clever, the way the game is is crafted, where you. Um, you know, you're running and you run into one type of enemy and you're like, oh, this enemy does this particular thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see I have to jump over him or something. And right. then later on, they like one-up that and they say, uh, well, now you have to not only deal with this enemy, but this other thing that like complicates it in this clever way that, that you had seen right. before. And they just keep building on that. Um, right. I, I, when I yeah. think of that, I always think Mega Man is like the, one of the best examples of that because they mm. always do such a good job of going to a screen. You see the Hammer Joe, whatever, throwing his little thing, but in a way that can't hurt you. And yeah. Because you're just supposed to watch, like, oh, right. that's what he's going to do. And then in the next screen, suddenly he's like right there, and there's like three of them, and there's like three of them. They're all doing crazy stuff, and you're like, ah, you know, like, and you're having to like navigate. Yeah. Through. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Mega Man games are okay. I mean, I I think the Mega Man games are are really like just cool visually and 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 fun to kind of play through, even though they're they're too damn hard. So I just play them with the with the codes. But uh, but uh, my favorite thing about the Mega Man games is just the I just love the music of the Mega Man games. They're just it's like the best video game music ever. Um, I my favorite like plat I thought like my favorite platformers are well, see, I like the 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 Mario games from this um, century <laughs> when mm. they became 3D and became really uh, awesome. But I think for me, the first like a game that that totally made made platformers seem amazing to me and not just kind of like um, oh okay yeah yeah we designed this level where this person's jumping around was uh, Donkey Kong Country and the the Donkey Kong Country games. Both the first one and especially the second one, yeah. uh, and the third one's good too. But the second one's my favorite. Um, that is like just the most clever level design, in my opinion, and it's so fun to play. Like all the mechanics and everything. And I think so. I, I think I think uh, I, for me, I actually prefer when the game is is has like a storyline that's laid out for me, right. and I can appreciate how well that storyline was crafted and designed for me to be entertained by it as opposed to the type of game where you get to sort of discover things and and stuff that right if in fact that kind of stresses me out because i'm like which way do i go which way am i supposed to go (laughs) to me to me to me that's exactly the opposite of the games i like like games where there is a hidden thing that you must find and 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 the game rewards you for that exploration that, and, and either exploration mechanically or exploration um, through the story or through the characters or whatever, but like that, or the level, you know, obviously. But that's just all super fun. I love it. Yeah, I know. I've noticed that you are talking about these games where like you're, you have to do that. And I'm like, I don't, I don't like this. Um, uh, yeah, well, I mean, because like you, like there's, but I like, there's. See, but I love creative games. So like I love Minecraft because you're directly right. building and creating something, not necessarily. Right going out and and discovering things. So I like 
things being open-ended in that way, I guess. I've recently started playing Minecraft again. Yeah. Yeah. It's pulled me back in. I mean, you can't, you can never, it's always, it's always good to revisit. It is. It's always fun. Hey, I have a, I have a video clip I'm wanting you to, I want you to watch. Okay. And I, I I think it'd be interesting to hear our, our, have our audience listen to your live reactions to what you're seeing. All right. Am I going to be able to see this? We got screen sharing. I think it should work. No, no, no. I'm just going to, I'm going to chat it to you and then you can watch it however you want. And then everyone can, you can, you can react. This is the, this is the very clip that I, I watched and I thought of you and I was like, oh, I wonder what he's going to think about. So the premise here is there's the, of this game, I was just talking about Horizon Zero Dawn. There's the, the premise is there's a main character. She's waking up on the dawn of the end of the, uh, of the, of this, of this big battle that's going to happen. And the battle is between this supposedly unstoppable force of robots that is going to destroy this civilization. And she is going to stand on the balcony with the king of this town, and they are going to get ready for the battle, mentally ready, and they're going to talk about it for a second, and they're going to watch the battle beginning to happen. And you can the clip is maybe 50 seconds long. And you can watch it and you can tell me what you think about the acting and what you think about it live as we go. Oh, okay. Um, go, go for it. All right. I've, uh, okay. So coming up here is the healer's fight, which is fairly simple. So, you just have to you know, walk up to him and shoot him twice. Constant, constant uncanny valley effect. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> He's basically just dancing all over the place. Ah, yes. She looks very, very cross-eyed. Which do a lot of damage because they have like... Everybody's uh, kind of doing a Peter Falk impersonation. They all have like one glass eye. It's good. Take enough damage because you can just get melted. Okay, I mean, that's a cool effect. Ooh. He widened his face slightly. Um, (laughs) That's good puppetry. I don't know if it's good acting, but it's good puppetry. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, These these giant walking mech things are pretty awesome, though. No, no question. That's that's the appeal of the game. It's not the the humans. It's the giant mech things. Okay. Uh, anyway, so the, so the king's watching the destruction of his of his civilization, you know, and he's just like, yeah. he's like, hey. <laughs> anyway, there we go. That's it. Okay, that's all you need me to watch. I mean, I, mean, I mean, that's all you can watch. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's just I can't I can't do it. I can't play games like that which have that kind of. I remember. I, I remember when I remember when you you played the you you suggested Hades. I bought Hades and I I started playing it. And you, you were talking about how like uh, how how you thought all the voice acting was great or whatever, and I, I read about it that like this game had all this acclaim for having like all of this voice acting. It was like like yes. and, you know these people created all these different characters. Yes, and I was like, this game is is pretty good, but uh, the terrible voice acting is just really bothering me. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one thing I didn't like about it. And then I finally found a way to turn off the voice. You know, because they still show you the text of what that you can read of what the characters are saying. So yes. I was like, I turned off the voice uh, sound, and I was like, "Oh, this is so much better." It was a relief, and I was like, "Now the game is fun." <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it, I just think it's there's this new game out called Twelve Minutes. I think that's what it's called, and it's got um, actual actors doing the voices, like William Defoe. Right, and, right. Uh, uh, that and would be better. It's got, yeah. It's got very, it's, it's, it's got very, I would say it's got very mixed reviews. I think I sent it to you, didn't I? Or something? I don't, I don't know. It's got very mixed uh, reviews. Uh, some people say it's, it's really great. And some people are like, this is, this is an example of how bad everything is in the world. Uh, here it is. So uh, that, that these, I, I mean, I, w- I wouldn't recommend it to anybody, but maybe to you. Because maybe if you have maybe real actors can make a difference. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I mean, that's not the only I, you know thing that 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 makes a game worth playing. I, I just that's my point is it doesn't. It's not. It's not a movie. I don't care. It's a game. The game's got to be fun. And that's all that matters. Like I will. I will tolerate. I guess bad voice acting in video games, but uh, the game's got to be fun and. And by the way, speaking of Hades, like I played it for a while, but uh, 
I, I got tired of it because it had the same problem. I didn't mention what I... The thing I don't like about RPGs is, is the repetitiveness. I don't like doing the same thing over and over again uh, like 800 times before you finally like get some kind of upgrade and then you're like, yeah. oh, okay. I, I mean, yeah, I, I like the game to move along in, in that way I described of, of having like things, that like the level that's designed for you that progresses um, at every step. Because I have right. spent the attention span of a three-year-old, like you said. Uh, we gotta end this this episode. It's it's what we have to because we, you know, we talked a long We're, time. We you had a long story, which is good, and then we t we talked. I mean, it, we picked the topic that we both love talking about, and so we just you know, <sighs> I mean, it's not like there isn't more to say about right. video games, but uh, we can't. Maybe that's maybe you're right. Maybe that is enough for today. All right, I think it's enough. Well, my recording says fifty four minutes right now. Oh. Huh. Mine says two hours and 50 minutes. Well, huh. oh my God. Oh, that's, maybe that's just what it. Maybe that's just what it feels like to talk to you. Oh, you fucking piece of shit. No, what it is, I think, is that you're, you're uh, because we're in different locations, time moves differently for the two of us, you know? Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's relativity right there. That's right. Um, <clears throat> so this was relatively enjoyable, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I keep pop my ankles keep popping. All those poppings, you, all those pops you hear, that's my ankle going. You should get a you should get a pop filter for your ankle. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that was it. That was the joke. That was the one of the day. Um, You're welcome. Thanks. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. What are we gonna listen to we're, on the way? We're out? gonna listen. To, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, and uh, be sure to check out the last episode that for some reason everyone seems to have missed. Um, in the in the you know notes below, it's got uh, Bill Gates. That's right. Um, and uh, we will send you off today uh, with a track from the recently released Nine Inch Nails tribute album. Uh, here is Julie Andrews with her rendition of Closer. <laughs> <laughs>